So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to deal with the past. Um, the past. Past. I'm losing my accent. I don't like it. Um, so, you know, I'll be completely honest with you. Right, okay, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Look, get a tea, coffee, you know, uh, go and get go and get another, a nice cup of tea or coffee and, and come sit next to me. Okay, so we're going to have a bit of a chat here about the past and how it kind of um, pops up in our daily life, you know. So I read a lot of books um, and I read a lot of books about physics because once you learn physics, then you learn how to manifest. It's simple as, you know, things like Newton's law, cause and effect, you know, and the new manifestation techniques are causing an effect, you know, so it's it's an incredible subject to, to cover. Um, so this is a podcast for those people who kind of wake up in the morning and, you know, they're a bit low and they think about things from the past and, you know, they, you know, ponder a bit about it and they kind of can't seem to get forward and you feel a bit stuck and then you might have these ailments as well and I will call them ailments you know like anxiety and you know um you might even go you know to the pub and have a few drinks and then you just feel a bit solemn and a bit low because of these memories you know so you know after reading all these books the the same kind of things comes come up again which is memories are stored in the body emotions are stored in the body um our memories dictate our environment so they all kind of point to the same thing which is we need to create a new reality <sighs> shit who can be asked you know definitely when you're feeling low but we need to create a new reality and this is where we are and this is what this podcast is about so i'm just just going to take a sip of my coffee if you don't mind mm. yum 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 you do the same come on keep up down it, down it. Hmm. So, whatever has happened in your past, and believe me, I've heard it all. I, I'm, I'm terribly humbled by the conversations that I have with people, which I just can't believe that you're living and breathing. To be honest, after everything that you've gone through, and you know, there's a recurring theme of sadness um, that pops up in the readings too, which is you know it's true what they say the ones close to you hurt you the most you know I hear so many people whose parents were just awful to them or spiteful or narcissistic you know and even past relationships I know people you know are leaving marriages and those marriages have been toxic and abusive I mean how do you move on you know how do you move on I know with people who were bullied and and you know if you're listening to this and you feel oh my god that's me i've got you okay so we're gonna have this conversation i'm gonna hash it out and get it out um i know with people who are bullied those those words really penetrate they really get in and then you feel low self-esteem you know and i had a nightmare last night so i'll be completely honest with you i had a nightmare last night about imprinting i've got a fear i really it's like a trigger when people tell me what i am from their perspective from their viewpoint with no evidence i need evidence if you if i'm this this and this and this i need you to show me because i don't trust people enough and i know i've seen it where their madness convinces you you're the mad one i've been at the brunt end of that 
when someone's madness has told me and gone on a massive slur campaign typical narcissism right where I'm this I'm this and this and it's left me lonely and it's left me on my own because these people have just literally decided to pick on me you know so this is where we're at we're at we're at it together actually so one thing I want to kind of really bring bring it home to is the fact that if you find yourself acting weird you know like scrubbing the kitchen tops a million times all of a sudden or like needing to exercise like you you're like you're freaking out you need to you know those impulsive um like uh, addictive thoughts that you can't seem to shake out of but you know that if you can do it then it's going to act like some kind of medicine babe the, these are signs that you've been deeply hurt these are signs that you know you've been triggered in a way and it's trying to come out of your body don't worry don't worry you're not going mad do you know i've got a bit of a theory now i used to work in a mental institute so i used to read all the notes and i used to have to write up all the notes and i've been in some horrible situations and i've just observed for years and years and years just observed i think the mad ones are the ones walking around very popular very smiley and they might even lean into religion you know it's the ones who look like they have everything i think are the crazy ones and i'll tell you why the more you live and the more you're around people the more you realize you don't want a big circle if you have a good big 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 circle you're very good at engineering you know and you're very good at management why do you want that you know and then the other thing is the majority of people don't have their shit together so anyone who's walking around like they do i just think what the hell it's those kind of generic people that when i scratch away at the surface they're incredibly manipulative and i read something once that said if you're very um if you're very good at lying then you'll be very good at life and i thought you know what that just that just knocks it out of the park and when i worked at this mental health hospital there were people in there who would talk in their sessions because i would write the notes and they were very normal but the pressure that they had been put under either through family circumstances whatever had caused them to act in ways which were destructive you do that long enough and you're going to end up in a mental health hospital but it's not your fault and i'm on your side i don't believe the smiley nicey neighbor i don't believe that your partner has their shit together and you're the crazy one you know there's a great um actually in my favorite tv program there's a great line vigil season two and there's uh it, where is it based i can't remember where it's based um but there's a little lady that says i'm more inclined to believe the woman who's running than the man who's chasing her you know so when i see couples or when i see people and they're really bogged down their posture's down they're shaking they've got anxiety they have panic attacks and they're surrounded by really healthy people i believe that one i don't believe the people there are around i've seen it with my own eyes people are very they look very normal they're very stable and everything and then their partner is a gibbering wreck and i think why is that person a gibbering wreck you know so look we're a team i've got you 
I can see what's going on, okay? So we need to we need to get you into a place of empowerment and we need to get you into a place, place of redesign. This is what's going on. So how do we create a new life? Like what the hell sounds like hard work? Let me just have a coffee. I know, I'm getting a dry mouth just thinking about it. Right, so this is what, what we're gonna do. So, oh gosh, our heart, and I've always said this, our heart is the epicenter of creation. So our heart, because what our heart does is it leads us to what's good for us and it breaks when things aren't good for us. It's a very painful, like, epicenter of emotion, but it's, it's our navigational system, you know? Hello, it's our compass. So what tells our heart to be? Well, it's actually our brain. And what, are, what is our brain made out of? Well, it's cells. And what are those cells made out of? Atoms. And what are those atoms made out of? I mean, there's a few more, you know, underneath the cells and the atoms, I just can't remember because it's, you know, Latin and all that. But ultimately, our cells are made out of atoms and our atoms are made out of energy. Everything in our body is energy. Now, to create anything, you have to generate that energy right so when it's cause and effect newton's laws you do something and it has an effect someone abuses you or treats you like crap it has an effect now then we need to cause an effect not cause and effect we need to be causing an effect i know it's too early for this but it's like we need to be creating and generating a new energy right so if you want to be relaxed you've got to completely be prepared to collapse your routines if you can get and i've written this in my new book if you can get comfortable with destruction then you will have the power of transformation in your hands because how you want to be is obviously not who you are so you need to look at all your routines and what you're doing your diet and everything and go it's all got to go if you can get comfortable with destroying routines relationships and everything you will transform because we're causing an effect, right? So in the mornings, let's look at it at a really basic level. In the morning, you wake up and you feel exasperated, heavy, and dreading the fucking day, right? What would you do? What, you get up, make a coffee? No, you can't be doing that now because we're gonna do a different routine. Why don't you lie in bed for a bit, try and get your head together, don't look at your phone, create a new energy, create a new effect. So if I put it like this, right, I used to sleep with my phone because I used to house share. So my bedroom was my lounge my and everything. It was everything. But now I've moved into a little flat. So I've got a little lounge next door um, in the next room. And the first thing I used to do was look at my phone. I look at Instagram, look at social media, blah, 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 blah. blah. And I realized I was very pumped up, angry and emotional. And I thought, what? So now, because I've got access to another room I put my phone in the other room and I wake up in the mornings now so peaceful because I created a new routine now then if we look at social media itself scrolling this is a true story the other day I scrolled I saw this video of a three-year-old covered in soot going down a chimney it was like Victorian era 
and my emotions were high I was like oh my god poor thing and like I was sympathetic and empathetic and I thought my god I feel so humbled and lucky that I didn't have to go down a chimney when I was three and then I was thinking my god I bet he's dead by the time he's 10 with all that soot in his lungs I thought my god I can't be dealing with this so I scrolled and then the next the next video was someone screaming in the face of another person because they got the pronouns wrong and I thought I can't be dealing with this shit. So I scrolled again and there was an elephant stuck down a hole and I was like, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. Within one minute, my emotional landscape had been stressed and, and stretched like you wouldn't believe. And I hadn't experienced anything. My body hadn't moved from the sofa, but my emotional landscape was stressed beyond belief. I'd experienced sympathy, empathy, humbleness, like sadness, and then annoying, um, annoyance or whatever the word is, anger, aggravation, and then I'd experienced sadness again and like frustration because I wasn't in India helping this elephant. And I was thinking, my God, now what is that creating? Anxiety and stress and reacting all the time. Ping, 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 you know? So I was like, hang on a minute, I'm generating fear, I'm generating anxiety. So now, and that, I used to do that first thing in the morning. Now, phone in the lounge, forget it. You'll be lucky if I look at it before 10, right? I wake up and I'm, I am plagued by how I've been treated. I have memories of that shit. But me squiggling around on my bed for a bit, opening the window, looking at the little birds and the squirrels getting their breakfast... It allows me to kind of start to generate a new energy. It allows me to generate this feeling of prosperity. I have time, I'm relaxed, you know? So this is how we're gonna do it. This is how we change your life. And scripting, my God. Right, when I heard about this, I thought, great, another thing that I have to do, right? I have to stand on my head for 10 minutes. I have to do yoga, I have to do this, like, stressful. I won't, I won't do these apps where I have to meditate 10 times a day because the minute I feel like I have to, it doesn't feel like joy anymore, right? So I don't recommend that you script every day if you don't want to. But I have done it a few times this week where I've sat there and I've written out a brand new life like it's happened. So I've kind of said, dear diary, like I want to generate a relationship, right? So I've said, dear diary, me and blah, blah, went to the park today before breakfast we came home we made breakfast together we had a little dance in the lounge some music um, and then we did blah 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 and I just wrote it now the energy before scripting and the energy after scripting were totally different my heart was engaged in what I was doing in this script my heart was engaged in the ideas of you know, going to the park with someone, which would be nice, you know, and just things like that, and made coffee together, and then we made breakfast together. So my heart was generating an energy. So when your heart is involved, remember cells, atoms, um, uh, energy, <laughs> it just creates new energy. And that energy that's going out is going to be making sure that things get pulled in. If you don't like how you look or how your body and you're criticizing yourself and you feel sad about it, then you're gonna be attracting more of this, more of that, you know? You know, when I, because I'm only little, I um, I do gain weight sometimes. I don't know why, I think I, think I eat just too many sweets, to be fair. Um, I take full responsibility, it's not a thing. Um, and then when I wanna lose weight, I make sure that I fall in love with my body again. 
so I body brush in the evenings and I do like little you know rituals where I feel really good about my body and that weight will come off slowly but healthily and it starts to go in the negative yeah when I'm sitting there stressing hate my body ashamed don't want to look in the mirror that that weight ain't going nowhere because when you put your heart to something you will create it right so if you've got a broken heart and you're devastated and you feel trapped reverse engineer it you know sit there and say right I need to actually start to love my life again I need to fall in love with life I need to fall in love with myself again I know people who can't look at themselves in reflections or mirrors that's a terrible shame because when you're old you're going to be wishing that you look back and thought four hours are at hotty yeah hang on so promise me you'll fall in love with yourself again just pick one feature that you like and just fall in love with it and promise me this whoever makes you feel bad or rains on your parade or is critical no I'm sorry they've got to go while you're in recovery and while you're getting yourself back on track they've got to go I'm sorry F them off you know because words stick you know that words stick and their perception of things, which is negative, is gonna change how you see things. You know, I used to date someone who was incredibly negative, and I used to, um, I've got a very childlike mind, and I opened the curtains in the morning, I remember this, I opened the curtains in the morning, I was like, oh wow, look at that, little pitter patch of rain, oh, I just love to hear it against the window. Straight away, they were like, oh great, what am I gonna do today, Viva? And I noticed my perception of looking out the window had changed from joy and enthusiasm, because I like walking in the rain, to dread and misery, and I don't want to go out now. And I thought, that is the power of someone's words and imprinting. And I had a nightmare last night that I was being imprinted on, because it is a fear of mine that people imprint their negativity on me and tell me what I am and who I am it's a it's a wound I've had that before a lot you're this you're that you're this and it's none of it's true you know so what you dream about and what you have nightmares about and what you you know where your mind goes when you're rested is an indication of what needs healing you know so oh it's just such a shame when people are like this and I get a bit sad about it to be I get a bit emotional but yeah it's not nice it's not nice you need to be around people who are enthusiastic and positive nothing bad is going to come from the mouth of someone positive you know so you need to be around people who if you find yourself negative you need to be around positive people because they'll change your perception they'll change the fact that you thought that outside was a miserable day and they'll change it to actually yeah it'd be quite nice to walk in the rain a bit you know a little little bit of rain pitter patter you know yeah, I mean, anyone who's really fixed on being negative, I think it's a disease. You know, I think, you know, they're so broken in their ideologies of, you know, they can't even... I think, I feel like they've been broken to the point of no return. Like, why would you want to keep and insist on things being negative? What is so safe about that space? Are you worried that things might work in your way? Are you worried that you might be happy? Was happiness taken away from you as a child or something? Like you can't allow happiness or hold happiness for very long. I don't understand. I don't understand, but you've got to get out of it. You have, and you will, you will, you know? 
So change your life by changing how you feel. And anything you don't want, you just, you don't give it any time. Too many times I hear people bitching and bitching and bitching about the same person. Don't give them any time. It's not, it's not a, a competition and they don't get the upper hand if you walk away. In fact, you got the upper hand because they're still in their negative energy and you're not, you're in a positive. You know how many times when people are mean to me, I just walk off. I ain't got time for that shit. I just ain't got time for it. And sooner or later, they will become so fascinated with me continuing living my life and not bothered by their tantrums. They get obsessed. It's beyond belief. You know, people will become obsessed with your positivity and your happiness. But try a couple of things. So try scripting. And the other thing I'd like you to do is just keep the social media and the phones and the technology away from you for a while. Only access them a couple of hours a day because we need to be changing your energy. And where you have access to something that you don't have control of your energy, so like I said, the scrolling, it was telling me how to feel in every shot. No, we're not playing that game. I'm in control of my emotions. You know, the good thing about TV, actually, is that you can choose what programs you watch. And that's what I'm saying, programs. You choose what program is going on in your brain. So with Vigil, I am watching like a hawk and obsessed about it, series one and series two, the relationship between Amy and Kirsten, because that's what I'm trying to create. So I'm programming what it looks like to have that unique, gorgeous relationship in my brain, right? So I'm programming. TV is great for programming, but you've got to be selective. You know, you've got to choose. TV is about, I want this in my life, so I'm going to scroll on TV and see what I can program in and what it is. It can be a tool. TV can be a tool. Or it can be your worst nightmare because you're just flobbing in front of it, watching it all the time, you know? Social media can be a tool. Who you follow, what pops up. It can be your vision board. It's a walking, talking vision board. So you've got to have things on there that program inside your brain. Don't mindlessly do anything. The minute you don't take control or mindlessly, the environment around you will keep programming into you. So your environment right now is from uh, generated from your actions and your actions are generated from your feelings so if you're around really nasty horrible snotty people you obviously have action towards them because you feel that they are the ones that you know are in resonance to you but if you're not happy and you want someone more loving and positive then you've got to action yourself towards them but you've also got to feel like you deserve them right so Get that heart sorted. That's the first thing we need to do with you guys, right? We need to get your heart sorted. You have to fall in love with life again. Pick a painter. I mean, I love Waterhouse. Study Waterhouse. Pick a piece of music. Find an artist that you love. Find an actress that you love and just watch their stuff or act or whatever. You know, fall in love again. Because when you have a good beating heart, your face is gonna light up, your eyes are gonna light up, your body will change metabolism will go up I swear to God every time I'm really happy my body looks great mm. everything tastes better everything smells better I mean it's a win-win situation you know 
But don't let these monotrons get to you and create distance. Just don't pay them any attention. Make them fade away, you know, and they'll drop off. People have, you know, a great privilege when they meet you and they either have to step up or they have to maintain. And if they refuse to do either of those things and they just want to pull you into their perception, remember, people want to be the main character of their own life and they will see you. I know people see me this way. They go, oh, Katie's lovely. I can have her as an accessory in my life, as a support system for my life. And I'll ring her when I'm, you know, going through crap. And for me, that's detrimental because I need a network and my phone only blows up when people are down and I want to be invited to things and meet people's families but that that never happens because I'm dialer drama so I have to really create a distance between someone who's targeted me as an accessory into their their life and that's what you want to watch you know you want to you want to keep them separate so all this anxiety all this depression all this you know twitching all this um blinking all this stress it's a symptom it's not the cause the cause is a broken heart and you've been under stress for so long that your body is now starting to create movements to just ease the stress twitching blinking you know shaking you know your body is storing all these emotions of oppression what the hell stop being so nice like I know people have it in their brain that they've got to be really nice and they come to oh but they're you know my best friend of years oh but they're I'm sorry but they're not good enough they're not good enough for you and they've decided to slip their standards that's not your problem your problem is you life is going to be very long and painful if you don't fall in love with it you know it's going to be very frustrating I love you to death I love you to bits why do you think I do these podcasts I've got better things to do you know but I love talking to you and I love, you know, I love interacting with you guys. You know, come on, let's do it together. You know? But keep all that technology away from you for a bit. Just go quiet, you know, and just focus on yourself. And you will, if you ease yourself and work on your heart and you can offer forgiveness to those who hurt you and then just design a new script, you will be a completely different person. And I would want that for you. You would want that for you, you know. But you don't have to be neurotic and, you know, get yourself fixed on these things. Like, if I can just do this 20 million times, then the pain will go away. Yes, because your body has designed that. It's like, oh, I feel stressed, I'll go for a run. Your body has kind of come up with this weird little thing that if I do this, then it's like a pressure cooker, one of the valves will just let all the steam out. It's bollocks. It's good. You're going to be a slave to all these little weird routines. No, come on. You know, so try scripting. Try um, manipulating social media to your advantage and the TV to your advantage. Um, you know, try falling in love with life again. Try falling in love with you again. And then anyone who puts you down or makes you feel bad, then I'm sorry, but they've just hung themselves there because they have one shot with you which is they don't get to talk to you like that and they don't get to put you down like that and they don't get you get to have you as a punch bag for their projections because they're some kind of child who can't process their own emotions. They don't get to do that anymore because you're a brand new you. Because you've seen the consequences of being around this. 
you're a gib gibbering, is it a gibbering wreck? I don't even know, I don't care. But it's like, you know, you're a wreck. You're an emotional wreck and you're paranoid and anxious and depressed. So they don't get to do that anymore because what are they, they're slowly killing you. Your life is slowly killing you. So no, 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 no. So come here for a big hug and we're gonna get you back on track. All right, so forgive yourself because you're too hard on yourself. There's no need. You're perfect as you are. If you operate from your heart, you're going to glow like an absolute beacon and you watch everything and everyone gravitate towards you. You won't even have to do anything because people will just feel your warmth. It'll be like moth to a flame. Mm. So anyway, I love you loads as always. Mm. You've got this 